Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Monday. If you're uh, subscribed on Spotify Premium or Patreon, it's Sunday you'll be hearing this. But, uh, anyways, hope you had a good weekend. Staying hydrated. It is fucking hot today. Real hot. Kind of one of those days where you just want to avoid going outside, if at all possible. It kind of reminds me a lot of this topic I'm going to talk about today. Had it, had several people request it, and I've been kind of avoiding it, if at all possible. And I guess it is possible, but I figure. I got another another person that I kind of asked about it the other day and figured might as well nut up, give the people what they want. So, uh, Ben talk, asked to talk about mental health. Mental health, particularly in men. And, uh, well, like I say, I've, I've been avoiding it because I talk about mental illness quite a bit, mostly making fun of it. And uh, that's all well and good. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it if you're doing it. Um, you know, if, you, if you're just trying to make people laugh. I, I really don't, I don't see much, much wrong with it. Even, even making fun of, um, you know, like retarded kids. You know, as long as you're not doing it uh, coming from a mean place. If you're just trying to, trying to get laughed. I don't, I don't see much harm in that. But the part I've been avoiding is uh, the serious aspect of it, and been avoiding it because I don't know how qualified I am, if at all, to speak on this. But like I said, you get enough people ask you to do something, you might as well give her a go, I guess. So I'd probably be a rambler, and uh, I doubt it'd be all that funny, and uh, which I don't know. I guess probably not supposed to. Uh, so. We'll see, see where we go from here. But I know before I moved out here to Nevada, so a little over five years ago, um, my wife and her sister were extension agents for Kansas State University there in uh, in Hamilton County where we lived, and they uh, they both ran the the extension office and. One of the things that uh, Jennifer, my sister-in-law, was uh, involved with pretty heavily was, uh, or at least that was mentioned in, in like her area of of work uh, of the extension was suicides among farmers and ranchers, particularly younger uh, younger men, and uh, how how that has you know, skyrocketed over the last like 10, 20 years. And then you, and then I'm, I'm just kind of going off of my, you know, audience demographic. So that, that applies to a lot of, 
lot of you fellas that listen, I, I found out on, on my Spotify statistics, I'm at like 81% men, so damn near every one of you that listen is uh, is a dude. There are some ladies, and uh, shout out to you girls. I uh, I don't know how much this, uh, this episode will do you for, but uh, you're welcome to stick around and, and listen anyhow. But I, I'm not going to offer any any real advice or, or insight onto a woman's uh, point of view or state of mind because uh, that's a can of worms you don't want to open. I just don't don't care to do that. Um, so we'll talk about the fellas. But so 81% men, uh, according to Spotify, which is about 15% of... Uh, of my overall audience, they extrapolate that. It's it's either way. It's it's about eighty, about eighty percent men, and a big chunk of them in the eighteen to forty-five year old range. So, uh, that that that's the audience. So, that uh, that puts just about eighty percent of you. Well, about eighty percent of the eighty percent. Uh, so. Uh, quite a large chunk of the audience that puts you in that category of uh, rural, younger men uh, who's, as I said, the, the suicide rate has skyrocketed. And then uh, the rest of my my audience, we have uh, we have a lot of veterans, or I don't I don't know how many active duty. If you are active duty, uh, send me a message or anything. Shout out. Keep your head down. Stay safe. Uh, probably probably cover your butthole and learn your pronouns uh, in today's military. But anyway, if you're active duty, uh, you know, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll say what's up. Um, but a lot of veterans, and, uh, and the veteran suicide rate is, uh, I think, probably in like the highest subcategory, the highest rating percentage, whatever, per subcategory would be male military veterans, particularly those that have uh, have seen combat come back with a ton of mental health issues. And and a lot of those a lot of those veterans come from rural areas. They're good old boys like me and you. And uh, they're not getting the care they need they need. Uh, the the men that are struggling with uh, well, let's, fuck it. let's face it, it's fucking tough to be a guy in today's day and age, and uh, it's tough to be in the agriculture in- industry. Uh, it's uh, possibly the most uh, vital line of work that uh, a person could be in, because you're literally growing the stuff that keeps the human race alive. Growing food. And at the same time, you are one of the most uh, villainized sub, uh, you know, subgroups of people in, in the country. You know, either agriculture or even even uh, military veterans. Same thing. Uh, more and more, you're getting listed uh, in the category of uh, you know domestic terrorist or domestic extremist, and uh, usually lumped in with the also the the handle or moniker of white supremacist or white nationalist or some sort of racist and whatever, you know, the adjective uh, of the day is for, for the current like progressive regime. Um, you'll get lumped into that as well. 
And that, you know, of course, that I'm sure just does wonders for a fella's psyche and mental well-being. Um, you know, just constantly being uh, classified as a as a terrorist or extremist or racist, usually without any evidence of such. Um, but uh, just just for simply having your your opinions and having the the fucking nerve to, uh, you know, try to feed people or, um. Well, Karen's a little, little testy. Um, but, you know, either trying to feed people or serve your country. And because of those things, you're, uh, you're, you're put into this lower, lower class of people. And then men in general have just been stigmatized. My, I mean, my entire lifetime. Like you look at, at the shows that, that we, uh, we loved growing up and they always portrays the dad as, as the bumbling idiot. You know, he's kind of funny. He's endearing means well but he's just kind of an idiot and a lot of times that's right i mean there's all comedy is based off of some form of truth but it's uh it it was widely exaggerated and and in a way diminished the role of of the father the, the man of the household which um if you look at a at authoritarian societies that's kind of what they do is they they strip away the individual and you just become part of just the just another cog in the machine in indistinguishable from the others and you know the, back in the in the Soviet <coughs> Soviet Union uh there became very little differentiation between men and women it wasn't in the way that we see it today where you know you can be whatever you identify to be um, no, it was just where you're, you're simply like a name or a number in, in Soviet society. And uh, the, the matter of your genitals was only, only considered in form of reproduction. And, uh, and, what, and it was more of a, a very like, logical-based deal. Like, what, what are you good at? Oh, you're, you're a man. You're male, so you're bigger and stronger. So you're going to go to the military or whatever. But as far as overall, like it was just they were they were just the you know the workers of the world. That's how they were uh, distinguished. Very much a commodity type product, just uniform, no differentiation, and then that included uh, sex and gender. Well, and now we we have it here where it's along the same lines, but far more like on a sinister level where you just like the men are demonized and uh you know it's patriarchy and uh male privilege and mansplaining and i I really do enjoy the mansplaining one especially when you oh what are they shooting um i wonder if they shot at that coyote saw earlier didn't have my rifle with me um And anyway, you're so you're you're always kind of constantly bombarded by these things, uh, and then even like your traditional kind of male uh, hero figures, whether it be military guys or or sports uh, 
sports heroes or whatever and they become more and more movie stars and and uh, rock stars and you know musicians whatever this is like the people that the guys that the guys typically used to look up to now they've become uh you know down on men and uh and it's all about uplifting women which i'm not against uh for the most part um but after a while that if you're a guy you just get kind of feeling run down drugged through the mud because you know you kind of have been and what are you supposed to do well yeah fuck the fuck up and soldier on right you know you, you put it on your shoulders and you keep on going but what happens when you just can't carry that shit anymore well something happens and it usually ain't good and then you know you hear uh story after story of either somebody snaps and uh and shoots themselves or they shoot shoot somebody else or, or like I said it, it it turns out bad and then you always hear about the warning signs that everybody wished they would have seen earlier or wish they would have seen at the time and nobody ever seems to do it and no nobody ever seems to go out of their way to talk to anybody and becomes just a just a perpetual cycle so you have this cycle of just it just gets compounded generation after generation year after year where the the guy gets beat down in popular culture uh the dad gets diminished as a role uh because of that more families break up there the the father's le- less in the in the kid's life than than they ever have been um and then you can look at different communities like uh you know i don't i would imagine i don't have a huge uh huge black audience but i know there's a few a few black fellows out there but you look at the black community and and the you know fatherlessness right there and and how that just spins into a cycle of of just trauma and violence and it's it's not much different on the in rural areas like how many how many kids do you know that are taking care of their their siblings because the dad's out of the out of the picture and the mom's working two three jobs just trying to keep food on the table and and you know so there's no there's also no wonder why the you know the women get uh get a lot of the attention and uh, the praise i mean because they've been doing the work that the men are supposed to be doing but at the same time they act like uh you know women aren't supposed to want the men to do any of that you know that's a strong independent woman uh, argument and all that and and you're just like well how, how does how do you win how do you win on that deal like and then uh, on top of all that not not only do you look bad because uh because of the bullshit that the media and and whatnot and all the feminists and the, the crazies put out there but how uh, you know you're trying to make ends meet financially and we're yeah despite what the the current definition of uh recession is we're in a recession and uh you know the economy is in the shitter we're in the middle of a a bad drought real bad drought you you have uh more and more family farms and ranches going under um by the year i mean just just so much farmland has been gobbled up by by billionaires and and these conglomerates that uh 
now we're controlling our food supply and that you know you're 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 just trying to keep the family farm alive you're trying to keep the the old the old family outfit running been around and for several generations and you don't want to be the like you can't be the the one breaking that that breaks that lineage you know like that's that's a lot of weight on your shoulders at the same time how do you uh how do you make ends meet without going crawling to the government for a handout? Because uh, it seemed, you know, the, the the lesson we all learned as we were growing up, like the harder you work, the more good things come to you. But you you work your ass off, and you're trying to work smarter and harder all at the same time because that's what it takes. And you don't want to just be working hard to work hard. You want to see some sort of some sort of benefit and reward at the end you know come to fruition after all that hard work and toil and labor and blood sweat and tears and you're not supposed to have those tears either because that that makes you a pussy but you can't even say that anymore because that's not politically correct that'll offend some purple-haired freak with a dick in portland that identifies as somebody with a pussy and uh and you know and you got to take their feelings as a you know you got to realize their truth and uh you know their lived experience and how how your words have caused violence uh, upon their household or whatever now and, and so you got that to contend with and uh yes yeah, so, but don't don't cry about it or you're a pussy but you can't say pussy because uh you know Wilhelmina up in Portland's gonna gonna be real real pissed off and uh and Wilhelmina turns into Karen real quick like even though you know the most of the required uh equipment uh you know uh i.e uterus ovaries and all the associated hormones that that go with being a uh, you know biological woman um they despite the lack of that um i think it's the purple hair dye that that gives you a little boost of the 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 karen karen hormones i'm not sure which exact hormone female hormone that is that that, that puts you into the karen mode but uh i think they must have somehow formulated that into like the purple and the blue and the pink hair dyes that that all these people are are uh using nowadays and and they're they're able to to reach in and and uh you know just harness the energy of that uh just you know toxic feminism and um that just the toxic identity uh culture whether it be you know sexual or gender or racial whatever you know you got to have the categories and 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 us straight white guys um just don't fit in anywhere except in the bad guy role so we have to like accept our role as the bad guy but not fulfill the role of bad guy you know you're always going to be the bad guy but you can't actually like act on it so you you get to be the bad guy without any of the benefit of actually being the bad guy and uh if it sounds like a raw deal i mean it kind of is but you're a man suck it the fuck up get on with it shove it down deep address that some other time when you don't want to 
usually when you're uh, in a small argument with your wife and that for whatever reason brings up some some old issues and you, and you, uh, you, you pipe off something stupid that uh, you probably shouldn't have said and you don't really mean but it sure sounded like it at the time when you said it and uh, yeah so uh, don't don't cry because you're a pussy but also like you, you know you, you, you want to talk to somebody about it and how do you how do you talk to somebody without just sounding like you're being a whiny little bitch? And you know, and we've seen all those people that uh, you know how how it gets when when a man takes a, the sharing too far, and then they become like a male feminist or something or like a trans ally, and then they share everything, and uh, and and you know, and then and they're also offended by everything. So like. And then they have to share about how they're offended by everything, and then but what they're offended by, like, is nothing. Uh, but you have to accept their lived experience, you know. So that has to be counted as real. But you don't get to comment on it because you're not an ally. Those dudes over there, they're acting like a bitchy little cunt. Those are allies, and we can't speak ill of those. And uh, they've accepted their that they're a monster as a, as a white man, but they're now they're they're paying their penance for it by being <sighs> uh, weak little bitches, I guess. And um, but that's also you can't say that either because that'll offend you know the other green haired dude um, with with you know hormone laced hair dye uh you ever wonder why like the trans thing has like shot to the forefront of things it's weird uh but it's it's also funny how uh like how many hormones they got to be on how you've got to be on them for life if you want to maintain you know your your transition that's a pretty uh pretty sweet gig for the pharmaceutical companies you know like for them just to exist in uh in the way they want to exist they've got to pump themselves full of all these these these, uh hormones and treatments and so i mean that's neat and um no way that a pharmaceutical drug could be uh could be bad for you and cause you know addiction problems and stuff uh down the line um you know and no way that good old uncle sam after uh sending our brave boys and girls over to fight in these uh wars that don't seem to make a lot of sense but you know we, we're we're protecting our freedom over there and they get hurt and uh there's no way they're gonna ignore your stuff and uh pump you full of synthetic opium and uh get you hooked and then all of a sudden realize that's bad and then strip away your prescription and uh leaving you uh um tweaking out and then you got to go find shit elsewhere and that leads to you know heroin use and then that kind of tends to lead to homelessness and uh and eventually suicide and then um like there's been very there's been a lot of talk about the opioid crisis, but um, 
like very little mentioned about who that crisis is affecting and that's young for the most part young to middle-aged straight white men um with the weight of the world on their shoulders uh keeping the lights on keeping the wife happy uh trying to uh not have the bank take your house um you know trying not to lose the family place you know not being a failure for for generations and and i I don't know how you how you combat that and i I really don't and this is is part of the reason why i was uh, so reluctant to to talk about this i don't want to act like i'm giving somebody sound sage advice and i i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about um I can just kind of tell you what I do, and, and I, that, I don't even know how much help that is, because I'm kind of a cyborg when it comes to some things. I just don't, I don't feel some emotions the way other people feel them about certain, certain situations. I have a way of just kind of, I don't know, shrugging, shrugging shit off, I guess, uh, for lack of a better way to say it. And uh, so, I mean, I can tell you what I, I do, but also... I don't know if that's any good for anybody out there. So, uh, I, I don't know if I'd call myself, you know, um, you know, well mentally a hundred percent. You know, I don't know if anybody is, but, um, I just, the more and more I look at it and, and I see some of the, like my friends, my family and, and then my own, my own experiences. And I see how, how how some things maybe could be avoided and and, and like how, how do you get through and i look at people you know that i <clears throat> i respect and i look up to and see what they do in certain situations and try to learn from that but more than anything you got to have a goal you got to have a purpose and uh and you got to work towards that because if you don't have a goal and a purpose <laughs> whole lot of shit just kind of comes out meaningless and and you don't want to be you don't want to be in a spot where it seems like everything you do is meaningless and it's not hard to get in that type of space particularly when you're in this line of work well uh, and even even more so if you're uh you're on the ownership end of of this line of work you know it's uh it's it's tough and you know staying busy is the easy part like you know it's it's not it's no it's nothing to to just stay busy all the time and work work yourself to death and never see your wife your kids whatever i don't know if you got wife and kids but um the one thing if you're always at work you you uh you, you don't have time for a wife or kids and even if you have them you, you if you're at work all the time you don't have time for them but by the time you you come home and and your kids are already asleep and uh and dinner's already cold it's uh you know if you even, you even got a, a wife that'll do that for you um whew, i don't know maybe that's one thing too is like <sighs> know your worth i guess fellas like we've been we've been conditioned to think that you know we've all married up everybody's everybody you know says boy they they really outkicked their coverage and i and i think there's i think there's something to that too but like there's never any mention about how lucky that lady is to have a have a guy that's 
going to bust his ass for him. Like there, there's very little talk about that. And, I, and, uh, and more often than not, it seems like, and I'm saying this statistically wise, because, um, statistically more than half of, uh, all marriages end up in divorce. So uh, we'll just be generous and say half of those guys, um, maybe they weren't the ones that married up. You know, maybe they married down. Who knows? Uh, but you're not allowed to say that shit uh, because, you know, we, we love women, except we love women so much that we don't really allow them to exist by themselves in their own space, you know, because now, you know, we got trans women, um, which are the same as women, 100%. Um, but I, I don't know how many, how many times I've seen, and I won't, I won't go out of my way not to mention any names here, but I, I see it over and over and over where a guy and some, some of them, you know, people I know and uh, friends of mine, more, uh, not a ton, but I've seen it where just like their, their, their ladies treat them like shit. And you wonder like, well, what are, what are you getting out of that? Like, uh, and you can't just, uh, you can't put them in the place, um, you know, and like you can't bark at their lady for them, uh, and you know, on their behalf because you know, it's their, that's their lady and it's, and, you know, so it's not the, it's not the right thing to do, but, um, I don't know, maybe take a, take a look at who you're dating. Maybe, maybe not go for the hot piece of ass and, uh, look a little, look a little deeper to see if maybe that, that old gal's going to be a good, good wife down the road. You know, is she going to be a good mother to your kids? I see, you know, if, if you're, if you're running a ranch or a farm, like, you know, rancher, they see the, the one that's going to have breakfast ready for you uh, so you can ride out at, at sunup. Uh, you know, is she going to bring bring all the the lunches and the dinners out to the field during harvest time? Uh, or, or is she, she going to bitch at you for not getting her the newest whatever uh, and not providing enough for her while, while she spends all your money? You know, uh, is she, she going to bitch about how you're broke all the time but won't lift a finger to help that situation, whether cutting back on their personal spending or getting a job to help out? You know, it's uh, you see that time and time and time again, and then you, you, you find, uh, you see another guy, maybe he, he marries a gal that's a little on the bigger end, uh, maybe he's not as good looking. Uh, doesn't doesn't clean up as well, but she's always got dinner on the table for him, and she's uh, she's out there helping him pull a calf or, or whatever, you know. Uh, who's who's the winner in the long run? The guy with uh, the hot piece of ass for a couple of years and then takes all his money, or the guy with the gal that's carrying a little extra weight and maybe got thumped with the ugly stick a couple times, but she helps him out raises his kids uh to not be assholes uh keeps them fed you know maybe maybe the bigger ugly gal was uh was the better choice you know and you know that's obviously like just a just a random 
example. Um, but you, you, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. And, and uh, it makes you wonder. Maybe, maybe you should look a little closer at who you're. Uh, first off, like who, who you're putting your dick into. Like, are you are you willing to to raise a raise a kid with that woman? Uh, or I, I don't know. Is, is she going to treat you right? Like that. That should be. You're supposed to be selfless uh, and whatnot. You know, look out for the needs of others above yourself. And I think that's uh, that rings true. I think that's a very important thing to do is to look out for others. Um, but the most effect you can have is on you and your family. And if uh, your family's in bad shape, well, I mean, you're in bad shape. So why not put yourself in the best place? to succeed and uh find find a lady who's willing to help you put yourself in a place to succeed instead of running you down um pay attention to your kids like i i i see see all all this shit with with the violence that's going on like the mass shootings and uh and then I, I look around and I see just asshole kids. There's nothing but asshole kids everywhere. Like, it, it's, it's a breath of fresh air when you see a kid that is well-behaved. And, and, you know, it just makes you want to... I, I have bought, bought somebody a drink before just because their kids were polite and respectful and, and quiet in the restaurant. I always go... And, and, and I'm kind of... I'm kind of strict on my kids, and I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. But I, I always tell them when we're in a restaurant, I say, "Hey, people are here to eat food, and not hear you talk. So keep your voice down. We're in a restaurant. Act like you've been to town before." And I wish, 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 you know, one or two more people would have that same conversation with their kids before they go anywhere let alone whether it's a restaurant or whatever just being respectful and just raising your kids to not be assholes like show a little bit of respect and and know how to act in in a civil society like we've seen what happens when you don't make kids act right and we all know what acting right means it might mean a little little something different to everybody but I think we can all take a look around and see how people behave and say like that that ain't right like that that ain't the right way to do it and well those those assholes that are are making a mess of things they started out as babies they turned into toddlers, and then they turned into kids, and then, you know, teenagers, young adults. And now they, they went from somehow being an innocent baby to an asshole adult. And somewhere along the way, shit got, shit went haywire, and now, like, you've got a, a shitty human being. And, and so how do we stop that? And, and the only way you can, only thing you could really have a, a huge impact on is your own family and and so just teach your kids to not be assholes and that that's a uh, and you know in the process of teaching your kid not to be an asshole you're probably going to learn how much of an asshole you are because 
a lot of uh, a lot of asshole behavior. Some would say most of it that your kids pick up is learned from somebody very close to them, i.e., you. I'm not just saying vowels. I mean, i.e. means, for example, you yourself. They're your kids, and uh, and who's you know even if they didn't learn it from you, it is your responsibility, your duty as a father to correct that, correct that past. If if they're acting shitty, nip it in the bud, while your your discipline still means something. And uh, and that's why I I I can't get behind the. how I think they call it like the peaceful parenting movement or whatever where you don't you don't ever strike your kids and you always explain and I like I get a lot of the the principles behind that but there has to be a display of consequence and and sometimes the best way to do that is just a swat on the ass get their attention you don't want to you never want to hurt your children but you want it to sting a little bit so they remember and like oh oh i they that came to that like i don't it just i it and it, it, it breaks you up as a as a dad to do it but like it's necessary i i i believe that old saying you know uh spare the rod and you you know i forget the exact saying i, I don't know blanket now I'm gonna sound like an idiot but either way I think you got to have the discipline they don't have to be overbearing but I think there has to be consequences for bad behavior and and no rewarding of uh, of bad behavior that's more than anything is the the rewarding of a bad behavior and the, and the reward being a lot of times being no punishment it doesn't seem like much of a reward until they get punished and then I think oh I don't get punished I mean, that's a lot better so you, i mean it literally is a reward to you know to not be punished and uh but in order for for there to be that reward there has to be the threat of a consequence and then not only the threat of a consequence but the follow-through of a consequence and i don't know and a lot of times you're probably going to come off like like the strict, overbearing, puritanical asshole that uh, that the lefties try to make out thing, you know, the the conservative and the and like the Christian uh, traditional father figure they try to make him out to be just a just a mean old old fashioned stuck in his ways type of guy that just don't know anything, and that that's, a lot of times that's what you're gonna get made out to be, and well, so be it. So be it. If it keeps uh, it keeps your kid from being an asshole, probably worth it. Uh, and then I know as I look back on some of the the shit that I got so so mad at my dad about, and then you look back and man, he was so right. And uh, and and so I'm I'm thankful for it now. And then I know I know my kids will be too. And, but in in the meantime, sometimes they're gonna hate you, or they think they're gonna they think they hate you. Uh, but I don't know, you've got to, we, 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 so often we just give in because it's easier and, uh, and it makes your, it makes your life just a little bit, 
less complicated for a little while, but in the long run makes your life a whole lot more complicated. And in a roundabout way, like I, I think all of this school shooting nonsense and, and this crazy violence that we we have going on around the country can be a lot of it can be solved with dads being good dads like not not just being there as a dad but just but being a good dad like taking care of their 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 family keeping their house in order i guarantee you that that all these all these fucking lunatics that that went out and and just started shooting places up i i guarantee you they didn't have a stable home life you can you can read some of the the statements from the parents of these people and they're they're out of their fucking mind just as much as the kid is and it's like you no wonder like uh no wonder your kid turned out to be a monster didn't have a chance and uh, like just don't be that guy it doesn't take that much to just show an active interest in in your kid's life and it's a probably the most important thing you can do if they ever get to that that point where you think it's it's all it's all for naught nothing's worth it and uh and you know just might as well end it now just like remember it's not fucking about you like boohoo this is this is the point where i, I go back to my how i was raised as a man just boo fucking who get over it yeah life sucks life is hard it's meant to be hard uh even even the people that seem like they've got an easy life they don't they don't got a shit figured out the suicide rate on on rich people's just as high as it is with uh with your farmers like there's there's something there that just life is hard but you've got to remember that it's not just hard for you and you take yourself out of the equation and it makes things far harder for your family your wife your kids like who depend on you even if they don't even if they don't admit it like it doesn't make shit easier like it's just the easy way out for you and uh yeah that that ain't what being a man's all about and and like i I thought it was it was such a cool deal the other day and i know you guys uh know i'm a big fan of uh of UFC, like, I love I love watching a good fight. And uh, there's this kid out of Liverpool, England, Patty the Batty. He's uh, you know going to be a superstar in the UFC for a while. Young kid, like 20, 24, 25, somewhere in there. Um, craziest thing watching him walk out. There was this uh, I don't know how many people was in the stadium in London, but he's uh he's a fan favorite and and it's in his home country and he comes out and just the whole crowd's got their phones out with the flashlight and uh and just doing a soccer chant oh patty the patty comes out chokes the dude out in the second round uh and when he gives a speech instead of calling out the next opponent and talking about how how much of a badass he is because i mean he is he's a he's a badass fighter uh and instead he he talks about his buddy who had just killed himself and 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 talks about ending the stigma of men not being able to talk to each other and 
and and talk about the problems and uh and he ended said i'd rather have you cry on my shoulder than than uh go to your funeral and i couldn't agree more with that and <clears throat> i don't know what it is but there, there's that wall where you just you're taught to just put it away uh get over it and sometimes you just can't get over it and and i i don't know so like guess we got to do as guys is like recognizing that shit when 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 a guy's going through something that needs to talk and doesn't want to because we all know we don't want to like that, that nobody wants to nobody wants to have the fucking talk nobody nobody does and uh i just i i think I guess long story short, I don't I don't have an answer for for the the mental health deal. I I don't I don't know. I I, I try to. There there's times where where life just doesn't make sense to me, and 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 I I just I just keep thinking that I I don't know I don't know what all the plan is. I, I get I get disillusioned on on religion a lot. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that believes there is some sort of creator. I'm a, I'm a guy that, for the most part, I, I believe, I believe in the words of Jesus. I like, I, I believe those teachings. But I, I I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with with organized uh, Christianity um, of, of all flavors, whether it be you know Catholicism, Protestant, Protestant, any of it. I, 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 I view. I view that as just a grift anymore. Like, I I think there's there's some people with really good intentions, and uh, and I, but more than anything, I think it's just another source of of centralized power. And uh, and so I, I but I will never I'll never mock anybody for for their religious beliefs. I, I just whatever whatever it is you got to do to keep you going in this world. Like who am I to who am I to judge you on that? So like, well, I, I think the the Mormon religion, I, uh, the theology, I, I think is ridiculous at points. That's me personally, but anybody out there that's practicing and, and uh, like that's their thing, like more power to you. If that's what gets you through, and uh, if that's what makes you a better person, like so be it. I, I'm gonna not gonna. I'm not gonna rip you down to that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put down your beliefs. I don't. I don't hold to them. But like, more more power to you. Whatever you gotta do to to just make the world a little bit better. You know, it's that little. I don't know how many of y'all were in Boy Scouts. I was in Cub Scouts for a little while. But you know, there's that. You know, it's the be prepared. That's the Boy Scout motto. But there's also that that old saying, just like you, you always leave a place a little better than you found it and and try to do that like just every day like whatever situation you're in just try to make it a little bit better than it was when you got there whether that be a smile and a greeting to the lady behind the counter that's uh you know that's ringing you up for for your for your drink or whatever or holding the door for somebody picking up a piece of trash that you didn't throw there but just because it looks bad and it doesn't need to be on the ground pick it up Take your your shopping cart back to the shopping cart return. Don't leave it in uh, in the middle of the parking lot like an asshole. Don't be an asshole to your waitress or your waiter. And if you're a waiter, 
don't don't uh, don't act entitled to uh, you know a twenty five percent tip just because you chose to work at the job that where you make all your money on tips. You know, like I, I don't know, like just be be a decent individual. I I, I don't know. I and if you ever get to a the feeling like there's no there's no way out well there's always a way out maybe you don't see it but i guarantee you there's a way out and it doesn't it doesn't involve you putting a fucking gun to your head it just it doesn't there's, there's always another way out always and even though you might not see it somebody else will so don't be afraid to reach out to somebody i guess like I, I don't know most of you, but I, if it gets to that point, I, I don't care. Send me a message. I'll, I'll answer you. I don't know if I got anything for you, but like talk to somebody because it, at the end of the day, it ain't about you. It's, a, it's about, it's about more. It's always about something bigger than you. And, uh, so you do what you can on your end, but like, don't take the easy way out. It's a coward's way out. And, uh, and, you know, it's it's a it's a sad deal when you when you go to a funeral to celebrate the life of somebody who took the easy way out and and like I, I don't it's 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 uh it's hard not to be to be angry at something like that uh, and and you see you see a, a mess that gets left behind and uh, and you just wish you could have done something so like. Don't let it get to that point. Talk to somebody. Stay busy. Like work out. I said more than anything. If we if we learn anything from this COVID deal, is that we are not a healthy country. We are not a, a healthy people. Like, and, and most of the health issues are self-inflicted by eating a bunch of bullshit and uh, and not not staying active. And and I know it it sucks. Like you work all day and, and you're tired and even if even if you don't do physical labor like you know you're tired you, you didn't dealing with bullshit all day it doesn't matter just go run for a half hour it'll make you feel better in the long run you'll lose some weight be easier on your joints maybe maybe they won't have to saw your fucking foot off later and uh, and you won't want to kill yourself over that either just take care of yourself so you don't want to kill yourself and then guess what? You'll be able to you'll be able to do cool shit with your kids. You know, like when when you're able to actually play baseball with them, and uh, and and you know, the better shape you are, the 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 longer you're going to be able to keep up with them all the way through high school and even college. You know, stay in shape that way you can you can maintain that bond. You can continue to be the father figure they need in their lives. Or maybe they, you know, I've kind of got a step in and play uh the role somewhat of a father figure to to my nieces or where their their father ain't around anymore and they need that you know kids need need a, a strong uh paternal figure in their life and and if you're not that then who's it gonna be if, you, if you're not there for your kids who's who's gonna who's gonna fill that that role and uh don't put it on somebody else take responsibility it's your responsibility. Those are your kids. It's your family. I don't know. Just re- you got to remember that at the end of the day, it's 
That's your problem. Figure out how to deal with it. If you don't, if you don't know how to deal with it, find some help. There's nothing wrong with asking for a little help. And uh, maybe you don't even find the solution, but just the talking about it helps you get through another day. You know, and if even even if there's no solution to it, it's uh, it's a good thing because <laughs> it helps you get through another day. And uh, whatever it is, music, podcast, listen to comedy. It's good to laugh. That's, that's why I try to. That's why I love the dick jokes. Everybody, dicks are funny. They'll never not be funny. I, I it's and and it's good to laugh. Like that, it, it, it helps. Does so much for for your for your mental well being. It, it, it really does, and it's and. It just—it's good to laugh. So, find find the joy in life. Like you know, it's there, there's nothing cooler than than like teaching your kids to do something cool. You know, like watching uh, watch my little boy, like who used to be just did not like to go under the water. You know, you go to the swimming pool and he'd kind of he was head head above water all the time, and now he's like. We've got our little above ground pool and he's jumping off the ladder and doing cannonballs and trying to, he's doing twisties and, uh, and then my little girl's doing front flips and whatnot. And I, I'm in the pool with him having a good time. And, it, and it's just, it's fun. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it was one of those days it was really hot outside and it, we could have just as easily stayed inside and they could have put their nose in in the TV and watched a bullshit show. Um, but instead, you can spend a lazy day doing something something fun. Like, it was still a lazy day. We got nothing accomplished. Um, but we spent a hot summer afternoon in an above-ground pool and had a good time. And it's... Like, you can look, you can look back on that and, and laugh at... at uh, you know when when they when they tried to you know I can laugh when they tried to do a flip and landed on their back or something you know and it, it kind of hurt them for a minute but it was funny and you know we can laugh about that and that's something we'll remember for for a long time and that helps me get through the day um, it helps me get through the day knowing that like you guys enjoy listening to this bullshit that I put out and I'm 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 honestly very flattered for for all of you that have have asked me to cover this topic and I hope I did it some sort of justice I, like I said I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about I just tell you what I kind of do with my life and I, I don't know how good of a, a blueprint that is because I'm not exactly what you call a uh, you know a su- successful I don't know how successful I've been in my life I've had some and uh, but I've had my, my fair share of defeats probably more I don't know if I'd say more than my fair share but I've had my I've had my share of them for sure, and so I don't know how much good this this advice would be. So I won't even I won't even say it's advice. But that's that's kind of how I go about. I try to I try to stay positive because uh, if I don't, shit turns bleak real quick because the the world's in the, the world's an ugly place, but it's also a very beautiful place, and uh, I'll. Uh, I'll always make a conscious effort to dwell on the on the the beautiful parts of life 
uh, as opposed to the, the ugliness and try to find some humor or or some beauty in the ugliness. I don't know. That sounds like a bunch of hippy dippy horse shit, but I don't. There's there's something about having a positive positive outlook on life that uh it's good it's good for your good for the old brain and uh so so is sweat um you know i one of the one of the times i do my best thinking is uh when i'm training on a horse you know especially a young one and it's I say it's when I do my best thinking is because when I'm I'm not thinking I'm simply reacting to the horse and trying trying to convey a message and and I'm not not consumed by any of the outside bullshit because I can't be you got to focus on the task at hand and a lot of times that's all it all it takes is just focus on the task at hand and uh worry about the other stuff when when you when when you need to um but worry worry about being a good husband being a good father and, and being a good man uh before you worry about all, all the other bullshit uh keep your house in order keep your family in order and uh make sure you find somebody you can talk to uh, if shit gets tough, make sure you have somebody like that. It's very, very important. I've got a, I've got a pretty short list of people that I know that no matter what, I can give them a holler and uh, they can lend an ear, they can lend some help, and, and they'll just be there when you need them. You know, there's that probably shouldn't be a long list of people. Like you always want as many of those types around as you can, but let me tell you, they're they're in pretty short supply. There's not I mean they just don't come around very often. So uh, try and find one of those, and try to be one of those for for other people too. So anyway, that's all the bullshit I got for you today. And uh, if you uh, if you tuned out, I apologize, but. Um, there's there's a few other conversations I'm gonna have on this topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hopefully have them with uh, with other people, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, working on it, but anyways, um, that's all I got. Um, if you guys would like to help out the show, um, I hate hate asking for money, but if you enjoy what I do and and you'd like to help me out, best way to do that is to sign up either on Spotify for the the, the premium episodes that I do or on Patreon, patreon.com slash burning daylight. Uh, either one um, starts at $4.99 a month. Uh, it's ad free content. You get some bonus content and uh, I'm going to try to do some, some question and answer deals and some just uh, bullshit sessions with, uh, with everybody who supports me and, uh, yeah, it's the best way to, to help out the show. It helps me do some, some more stuff, uh, you know, improve my equipment and uh, help me get out to, uh, you know, do some more cool stuff for the show. So anyways, that's the best way to do it. Spotify, sign up there. 
or patreon.com slash burning daylight. But I appreciate you guys tuning in, and I, I, I truly mean it. If you're, if you're having issues, call somebody, message somebody, talk to somebody, and if you got nobody else to talk to, shoot me a message, and I'll uh, try not to make a habit of it. But anyhow, be, be good, take care of yourselves, and um, take care of your families, too. It's important. You're an important figure in a lot of people's lives, even if you don't realize it. So, I promise you, you're done being gay for the day. So, move your ass. We're burning daylight. I'm a mountain of stone